It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in. Episode number 53 of Jobbing Out. In fairness, there's only two of us. Yeah, 53. Brandon, go ahead and tell everybody why it's episode number 53. You know. Um, I don't know. You know? What are you talking about you don't know? Come on. Stop being so shy. 53. 53? Yeah, 53. 53 oh, years yeah, old? Brandon had a birthday this week and he turned 53. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Actually, I'm 41, but thank you. <laughs> if only you were a Dave Matthews Band fan, it would be your favorite birthday of all time. <laughs> Dude, when, oh, I, when I was locked in my Dave Matthews Band fandom, uh, I remember my friends and I talking about like the insane parties we were going to throw for our 41st birthday. Like that's all we talked about was, dude, we turn 41, we'll like track, we'll go to like Brazil to go see Dave Matt. And like, oh my god, it was so sad. <laughs> I, the funny thing is, I still mostly enjoy the music of the Dave Matthews band. I just realized what an idiot I was. So, uh, yeah, Brandon had a birthday this week. Happy birthday, Brandon. Um, Thank you. And we would for my birthday, AJ and Aaron decided to f off. Yeah, that is exactly <laughs> what they said. <laughs> they said we don't feel like doing the show. <laughs> Go screw. And that's the the funny part is that we would also typically celebrate Aaron's new job, but um, I'm not sure if that's something to be celebrated now. <laughs> it might be causing problems <laughs> yeah. within our ranks. <laughs> so no, we will not celebrate Aaron's new job with the uh, the circa out in Vegas. But uh, hopefully at some point, we'll see. Maybe there's a chance at some point this hour that Aaron will uh, jump on with us and we'll join in the middle of the conversation. But, yeah, we will see how that goes in the next couple of weeks. All right. Um, so, I, you know, obviously we're going to get into the fallout from Survivor Series. Brandon, to me, the the lead story of the week is, of course, the Kevin Sammy stuff. And it, and it presents this really awkward scenario where... We feel like we know what we're getting to. I guess the, there is, there's been reporting. I think Dave Meltzer reported this week. It's not Sheamus. It is Kevin Owens that's slated for Royal Correct. Rumble. It is Sami Zayn that's slated for Montreal, which... For Elimination Chamber, it, yeah. It, that's the only part of this that really comes off awkward to me. And we talked about it before. I am not worried about the, you know, are you creating a Daniel Bryan scenario with Sami Zayn? I'm not worried about it because they're not, even if they do, they're not going to change anything. Like, as I keep saying, they're not suddenly going to make Sami Zayn the main event of WrestleMania as badly as we might want it. But I did say then I thought it might be teetering on mistake to go that route and this sets it up for almost disastrous mistake i guess the question now becomes what is the timeline are you allowing him to go into elimination chamber as has having already split 
with the bloodline and being a full-on babyface at that point, let him get murdered there and have Kevin Owens be there to pick him up and, and have the last shot of the night be he and Kevin Owens kind of reuniting after he's lost, and that's how you point towards the tag title match. Like, I just... I'm only a little bit iffy about the timeline for when exactly you're pulling the trigger on all of this. Well, yeah, and if you're going to do the Daniel Bryan, like, he wins the chamber and then has to immediately fight Roman Reigns thing. Um, you know, like, oh. I, don't, I don't know if that's the path, but, like, that might be the better path because I, I better is a weird word, but I think you get what I'm saying because the alternative would be there's no effing way that you're going to go into like there's a, there's one reason why you do Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns in Montreal, and that's to do a real match like you're not going to he's not going to get murdered there. Like they're not. Yes, they well, they've definitely never screwed over a Canadian performer in Montreal. That's definitely <laughs> never happened before. Oh, well, if that, and then now that they do that specific kind of thing, then yeah. But if, if it's not that, though, if it's like. If, if, if you're saying he's just going to straight up beat him, like, quickly, that's not happening. It's going to be one of the two things. It's going to be extreme chicanery to screw him over, which is a bad move because that could turn him into Daniel Bryan. And the other move would be that he has a real match with him to, to display, to give Sammy his roses to a degree. Because if you're not going to pull the trigger on him at WrestleMania, and I don't think you should – he did earn that. He did earn a real match versus Roman, like the way Cesaro did, the way that any of these other people who we believe is worthy of a showcase and a great match against Roman Reigns, but not, but they're not going to pull the trigger as the winner. He does deserve that I, I, after this past year and a half or I whatever, hear what, however long. I, see, I hear what you're saying, and I think in context you're right. I think the argument that I would make against it is, it, it, it almost makes it more awkward if you give him a real match and you do let him showcase and he looks very strong and the bloodline maybe costs him something like that. Then I, what I worry is that, that you leave it hanging too much afterwards and that, that when we talk about the scenario where now everyone's angry afterwards, it's because... Well, there's a real argument that he deserves another chance. There's a real argument that he should get another match, whereas... If you just have Roman Reigns murder him, I mean murder him. No, the Kevin, you can't do that. I don't. I, don't I disagree. Think you can do that. No, here's here's what I here's why I'm gonna say this because you want people to be mad because Roman Reigns is a heel, and you do want people to like. This is where it works. Like it works. You give Roman the heat, and like it didn't work before because it was LOL. Roman Reigns wins, and you cared if people booed him or not. Well, now you don't care about that. In fact, you encourage it. And so I think that it's almost better for Roman Reigns going into whatever situation that he's going to have at WrestleMania to have as much heat as possible because there's no way he's going to go in there against someone that they want to be indifferent or booed. So like, I think it kind of plays into what they want, even though in a meta way we're trying to say, yeah, but the fans might... They, 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 we're past the point where people turn are going to turn the channel off for Roman Reigns. That's not happening anymore. Obviously, that's no long that's no longer a thing. And so, if you're not worried about that, if you're not worried about fan indifference, 
and not wanting to watch Roman Reigns, now you can do this. Like, this is the environment in which I think you can do the thing. You know, I think the danger part would be the part where you make it look like 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 Aaron and I were texting about this over the weekend because he's 100 percent on the board of like you could turn Sami Zayn to Daniel Bryan and it's going to ruin the show and all this stuff. You know, I'll let him speak well, for I mean, himself. He said that, but point. he said that for months. I mean, like, I, no, and but he's really on it now. And so, like, it, like, like, if you do it the wrong way, it could, t- you know, and, and like my argument is always, yeah, but Roman Reigns isn't the good guy. So it actually plays into what they want. A B. Um, I don't think you want to clown him out because you're going to want if 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 the reporting is to be believed and we all kind of saw this coming. We didn't need reporting to see it coming. But now we have reporting. The plan is Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos right. at WrestleMania. So if that's real, you don't want him to look like a, a POS like you want I, him to look like. I think there's a, a, a real wrestler. I think there's a fine line between those things. I think it's not about making him look like a POS. I think if five humans just beat the ever loving crap out of him. Well, th- but that like, can still happen. You know, I, I understand that. I, I just, to me, I think that it's got, there has to be a reckoning involved. This is why when I talk about the timeline, what makes it interesting. What makes the timeline interesting to me is I think that there's got to be a Sammy overinflates his ego, believes he's bigger than the bloodline, and that's how he gets the, the title match. Right now, to me, it would make less sense to go the opposite route, to go the, again, the, the Daniel Bryan-esque route, where you have them wreck him, and then you build up Sammy now, the anti-hero. That's where it becomes the Daniel Bryan thing. I think there's got to be a moment of reckoning. If he goes into that, for example, um, yeah, and by the way, your scenario is, is quite compelling, which is have him win the Elimination Chamber, but then immediately afterwards, Roman says, and great news, I worked it out, you get your match now, and now all of those guys beat the ever-loving crap out of him for thinking that he deserved that opportunity. Now you've got a bit of a reckoning moment where Kevin Owens can walk back out and you can have sort of like a humbling for that and say, okay, this is what we want. Aaron's point is well served. You have to make people want Sammy and Kevin more than they want Sammy. Like that's the the, the one dangerous part. You, you know what I think? I think you set that up at the Royal Rumble. I think if you have Kevin and Roman fighting, that's where you start to either plant the seeds or like like I think what I said to Aaron was you they go too far on Kevin Owens. Like they go to a place that Sami Zayn is not willing to go. And either that starts dissension or that is the dissension. You know what I mean? And that is where because, like, if you think about it, Elimination Chamber, isn't it, like, three weeks after the Royal Rumble? Like, it's not an entire month, I okay. don't think. I think I think, I think, think you got Jan 29, and I think you've got, like, Feb 18 or something. Like, I don't know if those dates are accurate, but they're, like, in the ballpark, right? Um, you could probably look up. If you're, I am if right you're, now, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're pretty close together. And so, like, to me, if it's not just a number one contender thing where uh, he happens yeah, it's to the 29th and, it is the 29th and the 19th yeah so like to me that feels oh, like no, maybe sorry hang can... on those are last year's dates oh ah, my bad my fault my fault why that's even somebody... weirder that i knew last year's dates. uh the 28th and the 18th so same yeah. same difference so i think my my point remains like i think it's tough to tell that story if you're not going to pull the trigger on some 
big turn of some kind at Royal Rumble, it almost has to be like a number one contender thing because I don't think you can t- tell that story in enough time to like make it there be a reason why that match would be happening. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the match would be happening because, you know, they're killing Kevin Owens at the end of the Royal Rumble match. And that's when Sammy is like, uh, you know what I mean? Like you almost need these weeks, like between now and Royal Rumble to, to, to tell that story to where you see Sammy starting to be like, you know, I'm with the bloodline, but don't kill my buddy kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't and know. I don't think you can do the inflated ego thing because I think that makes him look bad. Like, I think I, I think you but want that's the, that's kind of what you've sympathy, been doing. I think you want the sympathy to creep in. I think it's in, I, I think that goes the other. That's the story. This story is really about Sammy's ego. Like, it's, but they've but they've but they've supported that like like he's not like he was delusional at first but now they've embraced him yeah they, so, they finally come around but like yeah. that the, the idea that suddenly because they've come around he should suddenly stop being delusional doesn't really make sense like this is still built on like and it's clearly still baked into the idea that they're going to always choose sammy despite the fact that he has not part of their family like that's still there and it's right. clearly yeah. the story that they're telling with Kevin Owens and the reminder that he keeps giving them of you're not one of them like don't forget but, that but the part i push back on is it wouldn't be in character for him to think he's bigger than the bloodline uh, okay like, you can, but you can use whatever verbiage you want to use i i think the fact that Sami Zayn saved them like i think he could absolutely be the, remind them in the coming weeks and don't forget that I was the one that saved you in in war games. Like, and, I, he, and he definitely did bring that up on Raw. Right. Like, I yeah. think that absolutely plays into Sami Zayn's character. For so for Sami to keep building and to keep thinking that he's moving in that direction, and almost like he's the only one that's not acknowledging. If he starts talking about winning the Royal Rumble, the rest of them can kind of look around like winning the Royal yes. Rumble. Like you, you, you'd be facing me you know like they can do that when sammy walks out of the room with their body language and say dude what are you talking about winning the royal rumble like we've got the belt like what what is this um the awkward part about all of it like what makes all of this so uncomfortable is this should be the year that we get the kevin sammy title match at wrestlemania like that's the infuriating part about this is they've done everything to tell a wonderful story for Kevin Owens to face Sami Zayn for a title at WrestleMania, and they can't do it. They have no ability to do it. And that's the infuriating part that I felt as I was watching this, was like, God, it's there. Like, it's right in front of you, and you don't have the ability to do it. And it would... I think at this point, I like the redemption story better. Just because I I, I do like the idea that the, this character does now need to move forward in some way. Like, it, like I don't think that you can separate, like, at this point, I don't think you can separate him from the bloodline and have him be the same guy. Like, I think now it has to be something else. And so because of that, I think the better story is, because otherwise he'd have to still be in the bloodline. You know what I mean? Like, like if they, you would have to tell that somehow where, where he's still in the blood. Like I, I, I do think a separation from the bloodline at this point 
has to change what the character of Sami Zayn is. I, while I hear you, I, I think it's a better story point that he learns something from what happened here. I think you put him with Kevin Owens. I think you can tell the story over the next. I mean, now we have, you know, as little weeks as we have between the Rumble and the Elimination Chamber, we have a lot of time between now and the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And but, it, but it's that, a bad. It's a time of year where they pre-tape shows. It's a time of no, year. No, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. There's another thing we need to talk about. The other reporting that apparently the New Year's Raw and SmackDown are going to be treated like a pay-per-view. Because of day one, did you see that I didn't, story? I didn't see that story. But so there is some reporting apparently that they are treating, they are going to do whatever they were going to do at day one at the SmackDown and Raw, which leads me to believe there's something fairly significant that, to be done. And so maybe that's part of it. Too. Like, like I, there's a lot of weeks. I, and, you're right about that. And I don't, again, I don't think this is bad and I'm good. Like, I, I think we're going to like, you know, Kevin and Sammy coming together. I, there's, there's twofold of what you just brought up. I still, and it goes back to it's infuriating. I know. I'm, I'm living in a world where I'm accepting the fact that we don't have a second belt. Right. You're like not. it's, I an, get it. it's infuriating because yes. if you just had a second belt, you have gold. You have the yep. thing. You have, and it's what I said it was a year ago when we first brought it up. It's the thing that you can go back to everybody who was an AEW fan and say you think we don't care about wrestling. And we've got a championship match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Get out, right? Like it's the ultimate middle finger to a certain percentage of fans to do it. You've you they are the singular focus of your show at the moment, almost to the point where Roman Reigns is secondary, and yet you're not going to do it. And that's the infuriating part. Yes. I think when we get there, it's going to be fine. The only part about it that I worry about is the part where you say, Well, you think you need to change the Sami's character. I get nervous about that. And I get nervous about that because I I don't I don't know if they're prepared for post Sammy and the bloodline. Like I don't know if Sammy leaves the bloodline and he's still a main event caliber performer to them. I I don't know that he isn't Cesaro. If he's not in the bloodline, like I, That's fair. I just don't know what that is, which isn't to say it's why he should be in the bloodline forever. Like, no, of course not. I mean, the bloodline won't exist forever, but I just get nervous about that. I don't know that there is a Sammy plan beyond this versus just them looking at him and saying, well, you know, you can always do something and we'll have something for you. So well, is there a way you could still do like kind of this character, but just as a face, like he just messes with L.A. Knight and people like that? You know, like yeah, like I mean, maybe sure. there's a way to do that. Absolutely, there would be a way to do that. I don't, you know, I, will it matter? You know what I mean? Like, will they will they treat it like it like it's relevant? Like it's <sighs> we'll find out. I, I, I mean, don't. If they treat him like they treat Bobby Lashley, I think it would be okay. But Bobby Lashley is on a show where they don't have anything going on. Like they have to elevate Bobby Lashley. Um, if they treat him the way they treat, uh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have another good example. Man. Seth Rollins. Well, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I guess like, it's the same point. But yeah. like, who's someone on SmackDown that they treat like like Drew? Sheamus would be the closest Sheamus. argument, right? Like, if they treat him like they treat Sheamus, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, I think for the most part I'd be fine with it. I think you're right. Um, I, Should we I, talk about that real quick? 
What about it? It's never been more apparent that Drew McIntyre and Sheamus were are not part of the plan than it was at Survivor Series. What do you mean? I mean, like I didn't have to read a report to know after watching that match that neither one of those guys was going to be the Roman Reigns opponent. Well, I still like, don't, you say that we have no idea what Roman Reigns WrestleMania opponent is. Like we have no, no like we have no I, clue. I mean, no, 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 not WrestleMania. Yeah. we're not talking WrestleMania. I'm talking. We were talking Sheamus at the Rumble. Well, right? yeah, Sheamus we're, specifically. That's the the problem I have with you is the Drew side of it. We're like, well, but no, but they jobbed him out too. I, I disagree. Either I, one of those guys, they they made those guys third fiddle to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Right, which that I was, which I can understand in the moment based on the immediacy aspect of it. The idea that that means that Drew McIntyre is out of the plans. I'm not. There. Oh no 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 no. I'm not. I'm saying when we were talking Royal, I'm not even looking looking at Wrestle. I'm not even trying to guess what WrestleMania is right now. I'm saying specifically, we were talking Royal Rumble. Will it be Sheamus? Will it be a triple threat with Drew McIntyre and Sheamus? What you know? And then ultimately, Drew McIntyre was part of the conversation about WrestleMania, but I don't believe that's realistic. I think it's a, definitely a possibility still, but man, they didn't look, make those guys look very good at survivor series. If you were grooming either guy to go, uh, to, to challenge Roman reigns anytime in the immediate future, I just, they felt like such afterthoughts in that match. Um, I mean, they, they didn't treat them any differently than they treated Butch okay, or so, Ridge Holland. So, uh, two thoughts on that. I, clearly, they weren't the story. There's no doubt about that. I wouldn't read too much into the Survivor Series. I guess series we have match. to see how SmackDown plays out. I, I think it goes. We, I think it also goes beyond like December. It has as December is a crap month for WWE, man. Like it's just not that we've we've been through this too many times. December is a month where. They are pre-taping shows where they're doing silly gimmicks to get through the holidays. Like, the history of December in WWE is not great. So, if the fallout from that is, well, our immediate thing that we're doing is Kevin Owens. So, let's let's prioritize Kevin Owens here. Let's make that the priority and deal with everything else. Well, the disappointing part of that to, to me would be... It felt like I had come up with a plausible scenario to get back to Drew, which would be Sheamus, then Sheamus not being able to overcome him, but pledging his loyalty to Drew McIntyre to be there for him to have his back as Drew McIntyre tried to go after Roman Reigns. So that scenario goes out the window, right? Like, that's that comes off the table. But without knowing what they're doing at WrestleMania, you're still not presenting something to me that makes more sense than Drew McIntyre. Like, it, we keep coming back to this sort of plot hole which is but they're not doing anything that's giving you a clue towards wrestlemania like they're they're giving you nothing Correct. nothing that you could take from the survivor Correct. series match would tell you anything at all about wrestlemania because except they just didn't make anyone feel elevated other than the guy that's in their rearview mirror right now the guy which is in, kevin owens right right like it, i mean they made him feel but that goes like, but that goes back i gotta to my, tell you before i now i will tell you this before i read the report I almost felt like he had to be the WrestleMania guy, but I knew what they were doing already with them in theory. But like the way they played that up really made you feel. Yeah, but I, I didn't buy it. For, I never bought it for WrestleMania. I didn't. No, I, I didn't buy it. I bought it. Saying, like, I bought it way could, more for the exact, exactly what yeah. it was. You're exactly. next. And so because you're next, we're going to make you look good here. I also don't oversell the value of Survivor Series. Like, I, you want to say War Games made it a little bit better than your average Survivor Series? Absolutely. But still, it was, I don't know, it was very 
all-star gamey still like it 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 didn't reek as much as raw versus smackdown reeked but it still kind of came off as to me i i think we we were not nearly as down on survivor series as when we would make fun of raw versus smackdown but nobody actually told me why survivor series mattered like i never got anything like that out of this um i, I don't i don't know that it was that big of a deal I'm still left with this massive plot point. I am still left with this insane plot point when it comes to WrestleMania. I don't know what you're doing. Um, if if your point would be, hey, if you're going to do a, you know, another Drew McIntyre match and give him a chance to win it, then you should be starting now with giving Drew some bigger moments leading up to it. Yes. You know, he should not look like a random guy in the match that's playing. Uh, backseat to the best friend storyline. Like he, sh- he should. He sh- like, like I said, if you take what you know, particularly the back end of that match, there was nothing unique about him or Sheamus or Butch or Ridge Holland. They were four guys that were on a team with a guy that they were telling a story about. Correct. And and what the crazy part about that is that guy was the last person added to the, <laughs> to the team, but. Aside from all of that, we totally understand why they're doing it. I think, you know, I came away uh, before before the reporting about Kevin Owens uh, uh, being the Royal Rumble opponent. I came away wondering if they wanted to build him up to make it look like he was a WrestleMania candidate just so he could be one of the like elimination chamber guys. And that honestly, and this is like Aaron made fun of me, but like I can back this up with some real thought. Part of me felt like they were just, and I think I mentioned this last week, after Survivor Series, part of me felt like they were going back into the break open glass container and just throwing, going to throw AJ Styles in there. Because they did make a point to make him look pretty strong. I mean, I guess. I, yeah. I mean, he, he, he had a definitive victory. Um, it was kind of out of nowhere to me. Finn Balor should have won that match. Right. And so I was wondering if there was a reason behind that. And maybe that's the, 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 now that we know what we know, maybe that's the AJ Styles thing is I'm going to be in the, uh, you know, the Royal rumble or the elimination chain or like for all we know, the elimination chamber is going to be for the intercontinental title or whatever, like who knows. But like it, it was a little, I mean, we talked about AJ Styles hadn't won a pay-per-view match in 10 matches or whatever it was, so maybe it could just be that. But oh, I mean, I, I can't fathom that AJ Styles is in the conversation for WrestleMania. Like, I just can't. Not for WrestleMania. No, I was just, I was saying, I was coming out of that thinking he was the Royal Rumble guy. You oh, know what I mean? Like, okay. yeah. and, and so, like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, now that it's not, and we know who it is, and we think we know who you know the elimination chamber whoever goes for the time i mean like i didn't even think roman reigns would be on that show to be honest so like i'm a little suspicious as to what that turns out to be <laughs> you know what i'm saying I like you. i hear you like if it's the sammy goes through an hour gaunt you know chamber i kind of love that i kind of love that idea because that's where him getting killed makes sense yep because you, you don't weaken him in any way because he just beat five people yep Correct, and then so, and then everybody turned on him, and like he thought he had just accomplished something, and then they. The only thing I don't like about it is Daniel Bryan having already done that, but I'll give him a pass on that. But did Daniel like Bryan did not that. know that the match was going to be the same night? You got to. I'm not sure back. he might have known. They they might have known, or they might not. I don't remember if he knew or not, but they did do it. 
um, they lifted the cage up, and then Roman Reigns came out and killed him. I'm trying to, I'm tr- I'm tr- I'm trying to go back and pull it up right now. Because I could have sworn the idea... He might have known. He might. I don't remember the no or not no. I just know they did it. So maybe the not knowing is a be- is an extra wrinkle to make it a little so different. It's so funny. This was only two years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just... It was del- it, I mean, it was... That's why... And, and by the way, it should be noted that created a problem in a way because it made them add him to that Edge match, right? Because uh-huh. Edge won the Royal Rumble... And they ultimately added Daniel Bryan to WrestleMania because it, they left it wide open where he got killed in a title match and then didn't get a rematch. Um, and so that was a little part of that, too. Um, now, now, if you had Drew or someone, that's not the same as Edge. But So I'm pretty sure in 21... God, because got to go back. It was still in the Thunderdome at that point. Jesus. They might have said like you have I'm pretty, to. Pretty, I'm pretty sure that was the story. Was that the winner was going to face Roman Reigns immediately after the match? In fact, like, didn't like I could be making this up. This could be like a Mandala effect thing. Didn't actually. Isn't this one we said? Wait, Roman Reigns is allowed to like make, run the show because didn't he say? Yeah. This is what's going to happen. I'm not going to defend my title in the match. These guys are going to fight, and then I get to fight the guy. Like. Didn't he come out and say that? Like, this yes. is what's going to happen. Yes. I'm not defending my title. I, these these guys are going to fight, and then I'm going to fight the guy who wins. After. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what And then we all happened. came on the show, and we're like, wait, why yeah. is he allowed to do that? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Why would that be the case? So this would be a little bit different from that, obviously, because this would create a scenario where... You know, like yes, you, you're, you're, there's an element of surprise, right? And it would sort of be a callback to it too, as well, right? Like right. that we should have seen this coming. Roman's done this before. He's a snake, you know. He, or you having you have him? Oh, here's what you do. You have well, maybe not. I don't know, but you could have him like callback to last time. Ha ha ha! Roman, you know, runs into the corner. Sami Zayn moves, hits the haluva kick. And then the bloodline attacks. So you make it look like he he almost pulled it off, but you know he, the one lucky punch thing, the one lucky kick, the one, and then that's the turn. I don't know, but you there has to be a reason for the turn too, right? Because like right now they're basically like he's serving them on hand and foot. Like there's no reason other than if you don't say just well, no, because it, they're assholes. No, it's not just because they're at, well, or it's because he's not part of the family and like he continues. But there has to be a reason why but they this, don't but want But that him goes there, it goes right? back to what I'm saying. It's why yeah. you have to keep continuing the world the the road of him being delusional and him being yeah. believing that he is the bloodline and him and it's starting Or it just comes back to Owens. It comes back to them you know the stuff with owens like because you have to tie them back together and it can't just be because kevin owens feels bad for him i, I feel think like that's it has way to more of the story that you're telling though the story you're telling is that kevin owens is telegraphing to Sami Zayn, you know yes. what's going to happen you yes, know how true. this is going to go and you're an idiot you're telegraphing Sami Zayn continuing to feel as though he is absolutely part of the blood. Like, he literally believes he's in the family. He believes he is made forever and can't believe that they wouldn't have his back. Whereas, the moment he starts, like, the idea of him going into the Royal Rumble to try to win it versus protecting Roman Reigns, 
right? Like that you're in the Royal Rumble only because it's your job to be my protector. And then the moment they happen to notice that like it really looks like he's trying to win and he's not just prioritizing like at some point he ends up locking up with with Solo or something like that. And they're like wait a second, you know, you're not supposed to be trying to win. You're just supposed to try and be trying to protect me. Like and then, you know, trying to get into the elimination chamber match and they're like you would be facing me, you know, all of those types of things that show that he, in his maybe heart of hearts, believes he could beat Roman Reigns and he could even continue being delusional. Well, you and I could have a match, right? Like, and may the best man win, something like that. And they all yeah. look around like, what are you, dude, what are you talking about? And all of those things ultimately leads up to, okay, go ahead, win the Elimination Chamber match, and while you're celebrating, we're going to come back out here and let you know you shouldn't be celebrating because we're done with you. And then there's Kevin to pick up the pieces afterwards. Dude, I told you so. I still have your back. Something like that. Sure. Uh, we spent a lot of time on this. we got to move on. We, to we have. <laughs> I don't know how much more there is really to cover from all this. Have we talked, about, have we talked about this for like... 30 minutes yeah basically since we started the show we've been talking well, I mean, it is it is the story of what's going on in wwe right now obviously there's nothing going on on raw because they don't have a championship picture um you know they did pull the trigger on austin theory and almost exactly in the way that i thought it would have made sense to have done it like they got it yeah. they got a great finish Great creative finish, I thought. Um, it, it sort of goes back to the weird way that they went about getting there. I don't know that it was necessary, but whatever. You got you got here, and you know, hopefully it's something for Austin Theory, but as I keep saying over and over again, it, there is a disconnect with me in the way they think they're using that belt versus what that belt is actually doing for me. Like, they are laying it on. This is the championship on Raw. Like, they have gone back to the Brock Lesnar era of the, there is no there is no actual champion. The only championship on Raw is this one. Like, they are laying it in thick at this point. And, yes. and as I keep saying, every time they do that, it has the exact opposite. Like, I, I don't buy into Austin Theory as being the champion on Raw – I buy into this is a gimmick and it actually pisses me off a little bit more. But, <laughs> you know, is it better than what they would be doing with Austin Theory? Probably. Yes, it's it's a lot better than what they were doing. And and his, at least currently, the way he's carrying himself is better than his first U.S. title uh, run, in my opinion. So I don't know what that says. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> No idea. It just—I mean—it is better, but like, okay, so what? Um, the only other WWE thing, I guess, would be that it appears they're doing something with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty clear. Absolutely. But yeah. I mean, I, what that is, who knows? You know what I mean? Royal Rumble opponent, and that's yep. it. That or... could, it, it absolutely could be Royal Rumble opponent, and that's it. Um, and then the other thing would be um, they're doing the thing on SmackDown where they're having the champion feud with the guy who's not going to fight him, which is super dumb. Like, if you're going to have Gunther and Braun Strowman feud, just have him win. I mean, I don't want him to win the World, the world Cup or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is going exactly the way I wanted it to go. We're getting Ricochet and Santos Escobar, which is what we all want, right? 
But now it's irrelevant. I mean, not that it was relevant before, but it's even more irrelevant because it's clear that that person's just going to lose so that Braun Strowman can come and save the day and be the real opponent. So I, I'm kind of disappointed that they went that way. Um, but at least we'll get the match we want, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I guess, I guess is all I can say. I guess. I mean, it's just like what, anyway. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Neither one of those guys was going to beat Gunther anyway. I, especially, Okay, well, there's a little report we could talk about. Gunther's opponent at WrestleMania. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. What did you make of that? No, no, no. I didn't see it. What was it? Do you want to take two guesses? Gunther's opponent at WrestleMania. It's a big deal. And it's a big deal. Bray? It's not him. But think bigger. Think bigger than Bray. Think biggest. Brock? (laughs) Yeah. Really? I, I like I'd have to do the Aaron thing and check who the people were that were reporting that, but I saw a couple of like I had seen some really early things that said Cena. Um, they are reaching out to him for for WrestleMania apparently, but sure. I saw some really early things that said Cena. But then the most recent I've seen multiple people saying they heard rumblings of Gunther Brock, which I think is kind of interesting. I mean, it can't be for the internet. Yeah, this is belt. this started with something <laughs> called zero news, which is not a thing. So I'm not. Oh, I'm gonna. But he, but he, no, his stuff sometimes is accurate. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's not. He's not like. This is not a know. like legitimate, le- like real no, report. It's not fightful. It's not Dave Meltzer. It's not any of those guys. Um, I I don't know. Like it it does go back to the other problem we talked about is like what do you have to do with Brock Lesnar? So if you're keeping Brock Lesnar away from the important stuff by doing this and it helps Gunther, like Yeah. If you if you have Gunther beat Brock Lesnar? Yeah, I don't I, I sure as hell don't hate that. Uh, no. That's great. I, I'm just struggling with whether or not I actually believe it. Like I just really don't know how much I believe it. That is a weird I, the only other thing you could do with Brock, unless you're doing some kind of stunt booking kind of thing, is um, like if like if you're going to put him with Bray Wyatt, I think would be really interesting. I think like if if we're if we're following along the path of put Brock Lesnar into situations in which he hasn't really, um, unless he in in which he hasn't really been in before, and to to sort of show off what he's really capable of. Because we all believe, you know, I'm, I'm speaking as WWE, we believe that he's all these things that, and, and you haven't seen it all. That would be interesting to me to show a different side of him to show, you know, but like we have that hanging thing with Lashley, right? And that's probably I assume, what they're Yeah, I assume doing. that's where you go. I guess, I guess they could. And I guess that would be. Well, the you other know, question is how many, you know, how many appearances are you getting from Brock, right? Like. He's definitely on the poster for Royal Rumble, which would lead me to believe he's going to be at WrestleMania. But if he's on um, the poster at Royal Rumble, he could just be in the Royal Rumble, to your point. And that sets up the feud of whoever it is. Well, or it could just be Lashley again, right? Like, it could yeah, just... Well, that's who it is, yeah, probably, right? Right, right. And they, they just have them eliminate each other, and that leads to the match or whatever. Um. I don't know, man. But there's not a lot of other WWE no, no, stuff no, no, to really discuss. Not, not, a, not a ton there. Um, I, the watching NXT was so weird because just like I don't need all of this. I don't. 
Also, try explaining to somebody that didn't watch that that Shawn Michaels was a sex figure at some point. Like, dude, dude, uh, dude. I've been meaning to talk about this for a while. He is not a great on-screen character. No, he is not. He is. There is not much happening there. Um, I didn't need any of that. Like that no, was. No, if you just told us who the people were, exactly we'd be exactly like, right. Yeah, yep, that's about right. That's who they Literally, are. you could have just made the announcement and. With... Are you surprised by one person in that match? Nope, not even. Not Either remotely. Not no, remotely. and like, and like, I, we probably could guess who's going to win the wild card matches too. You know. Yep. Um. So you know, I'm sure Deadline will be a fun show, but like, you know, it's just how I felt about NXT lately. Yeah. It, Some things are fun. I don't need it's, any. Of it's it. time to get on. It's time to get on to a significant thing, which, as I keep saying, will hopefully be Carmelo winning this cockamamie match and setting up um, the Carmelo Braun thing. Which, if if yeah. as we said, when the top of your card matters, it's easier to make everything else matter. Everything else matters more when the thing at the top matters. And it's been a little while since they've had a credible legitimate opponent for Braun Breaker and something that felt like it mattered at the top of the card. And it's, it's, I talk about this throughout the press. You need that in place to make everything else work. Hey, at least we have the main event sponsored by Waffle House. Uh, you know what? You're not going to make fun of that. I love that. All right. Um, now, <laughs> no, but it, was, it isn't really though. What? I'm, I'm picking on them because of that stupid segment that, they Oh, did. what they did with, I didn't, I didn't hate the vignette. I did. No, I didn't hate it. I was just laughing. Cause it was oh. like, it was just funny to me. Okay. And I, I made a little joke, like made events sponsored by Waffle House. Oh, well, I mean, I'd, I'd actually love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. No, I, I actually thought that kind of in a weird way worked. And like in this weird way where you're doing a match it, it this almost makes it feel like two people that you sup- are supposed to like r- right and it has very much the feel of a championship match at the royal rumble right which is it doesn't matter it doesn't it's yeah. not the most important match on the card and it feels like it's just a placeholder right like it, for all it'll of that be, it'll be as it'll they'll try to make it a five star match i didn't want to say it will be a five star match but they will try to make this a really sure. good match sure and Apollo Crews will lose. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Now, um, to AEW. So, guys, we're doing a, a shorter show this week. It's just the reality of it. I'd like to do sh- – you guys have asked for shorter shows before, so I don't, maybe you're not going to be angry about that. Um, I, I – do we know for sure that William Regal is leaving? Like, where are we with that? We don't know for sure, but the – con, like, it's pretty – it's being fairly reported across the board that they think his contract is at least up and that there is major interest by WWE to bring him back, which I, you know, obviously And then I saw, I saw a, a secondary and this was like Meltzer or someone, a secondary comment to add to that, that it would be like in a office role of some kind, like not, they don't want to bring him back necessarily to be on TV or be a major part of the show or, or, but like it was specifically saying like they wanted him back to be doing whatever he was doing behind the scenes. It's interesting. Um, I, and I'm sure there would be something too. You know, what's funny is if you think about this, we consider him to have been a huge part of NXT, but the truth is he didn't ever really say a lot, you know, like, he would come out and he would say war games and 
you know, he would he would get you through. His role in NXT was actually quite perfect because he, he was wasn't much better at it than Shawn Michaels. Oh, he was drastically better than Shawn Michaels, <laughs> and he wasn't really a. I mean, he was a character. He wasn't. Uh, how would I say this? He never came off as though he was one of the performers. He was just kind of the representative of NXT, the idea, right? Like yes, that, except for war games. That That's was it. The only time that was it. Yeah. But he, everything he would come out to do would be very functionality. Like he wasn't out there to offer opinions. He wasn't off out there to try to egg somebody on. He was there to move things forward. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Okay. Here's Asuka moving on to the main roster. Like, he was there to push the storyline forward, not to be a performer, necessarily. Not to have someone who was trying to junk things up and, you know... Cut 30-minute promos. Exactly right. So moving him back into that role would be essentially perfect, because as we've learned, his promos in AEW have been... You know, the people that love William Regal will tell you they're great. And then the rest of us would be like, no, they've been okay. Like, this is not, his role really shouldn't be to be someone else's mouthpiece. William Regal accomplishes more when he says less. It's it's the look, it's the presence, it's all of that, and it's saying little. That's what makes William Regal so good. And to your point, Shawn Michaels is terrible in this role, and... The William Regal presence, I think, would go a long way at this point in NXT. Um, there are still some other functionality things that I'd like for you to do in NXT. I keep talking about the colors. I'm not going to stop talking about the colors. Stop it. Darken that room. Don't tell me how few people are there. My God. But I do think that William Regal would go a long way in NXT at this point. And it wouldn't be a significant on-air presence because the reality is he wasn't a significant on-air presence to begin with. He was just... He served a purpose, and they could use that. What what did it do for MJF, I guess, is the question. Did it, did it accomplish making people hate him again? I don't think he's suddenly going to start getting robust boos next week just because he knocked out William Regal. No. I mean, and, like, you know, this is part of why I was so confused last week because, like, I, I knew that they— like it felt like by what they were doing, they weren't turning William Regal heel, and that was the part that was confusing me about MJF. Because now this week we got clarity where he just go turns right back on Regal, and that makes a lot more sense um, storyline wise. With with with, like I get your point. It's not going to all of a sudden, but it does solidify him as not a he as not a face at all because he's not aligned with anybody that has gray area. And that's the part that was confusing me was the gray area with William Regal. Like, if you want this guy to be the heel champion, the mega heel, he can't be associating with someone who wants Daniel Bryan to be his buddy. You know what I mean? That doesn't – or sorry, Bryan Danielson. That doesn't work. Now, the, like, the next step is – and I, I'm not – I don't want to be overly critical because I think while it made no effing sense in any way, it's a step forward in a, in a better direction – they just decided everyone's feuding with different people this week. Like, like, okay, MJF and Daniel Bryan, that's the feud right, now. Right. And uh, and uh, 
Moxley and Hangman Page, that's the feud. Well, now. that and one was far more awkward. Forget about what you saw last week. No, but that I mean that was drastically more awkward than this. This make like <laughs> they they were doing something with no, Daniel Bryan. This was smoother because right. of the Regal thing. It the John sense. Moxley thing right. was that like they went out of their way to say for, forget about anything you've seen before. We're doing this now, right? Like yeah. that was yeah. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it was the weirdest pro. I'm like, what what is going on here for no the reason? The only thing I'll say about the the Brian Danielson thing. And, and man, we got to talk about this. And, and I don't know if it's a popular opinion. It probably is not. I know that we like MJF talking. Like, I know that we like that. I don't think we need this much of it. I think we need to cut his time down a little bit, make what he's saying more useful. And I actually think that hurt this segment because they telegraphed the Brian Danielson thing by him just randomly running down Brian Danielson. Before he hit Regal, like, wouldn't that moment have had more impact Maybe. in the new, having the realization of yeah. where this is going without him just because the other people he ran down, you know, aren't the guy. Right. Like, Eddie Kingston's not coming out to fight him for the belt. And who was I don't remember who the other one was. It was like not jobber. I don't want to say that. But like guy who's definitely not the guy guy who's definitely not the guy. Gosh, and Brian Danielson, what a loser. And you're like, okay, well, that's who you're fighting. Like, <laughs> like you didn't need to do that. Like, I just feel like he was trying to do too much. I I, tr- I agree with you to an extent, but also, Brian, we, we always kind of knew it was going to be. Brian Danielson was, was well, William we Regal's was friend. Last week. We, we, we thought... You know, we thought they were continuing the Moxley stuff. Last I, week. I I thought hmm, I thought that Moxley was feuding with William Regal last week. I didn't think there right. was a Moxley. But, I thought actually, what but, I really thought, I thought you were telegraphing a Moxley Brian Daniels thing, thing last that's week. What, no, but that's what I'm right. saying. Like we didn't think that this was. But the that. person that cares about William Regal was always going to be Brian Danielson, right? Yes. Like it was never going to be somebody else besides him. Um, right, but that only works when he turns on him. So, like, once he turned on him, then it's like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. Before, right, right I hear you. it could have been anything. I hear you. I hear you. I don't um, know. I didn't get too caught up in that. And I'm still not. I, I mean, they don't have enough going for them to cut back on MJF's mic time. Like, there's not something else that I want another three minutes of if we get three minutes less MJF. The acclaimed? Well, yeah. I mean, it was super weird that the acclaimed weren't on. I mean, obviously they they made it very clear that they're going to. I guess they must have taped, um, yeah, Rampage on the same night to make it very clear they did. They went out of their way to show to the crowd, like, hey, don't think you're not getting the acclaimed tonight. <laughs> um, so yeah, you could say it was super weird that they wouldn't. But I don't know. I I, I don't. Oh, there was another. Uh, at least they fixed the Tony Storm problem by saying that she retroactively is the champion. Oh my god. <laughs> What? I mean, like, can you just like you already screwed up? You know, do we have to drive the nail in deeper by but, saying no? But she should have been pissed off about that. Is the like that's what made that segment yes. not work? Like her reaction being, "I don't care about that. I always thought I was the champion." Like, no, lady, they completely undressed you. You know, like yes. stop. You you shouldn't just be like you should be angry about this. Your reaction should be, I'm mad they didn't get it right when I was the champion. You should be pissed. Pissed. And you're not that. It's infuriating. Like, it's bad and then bad compounded by more bad. Yes. It's it's not good. 
Um, it made me chuckle. It's not good. We already knew it wasn't good. Um, we're already doing the thing where we're making the other champion look more important than Jamie Hayter. Um, but I guess that was always going to happen. Um, what? Where do we think that is going? The Jade Cargill bow wow thing. I, who, who could possibly know? I mean, my... Well, here, here's why I'm asking. If it's going the way a couple of people are suggesting... It's one of the biggest mistakes in the history of wrestling. Why? If they think that that's the right way to bring in Sasha Banks into AEW, oh, that God. is one of the biggest clusterfuck mistakes. I, yeah, I'm sorry, gonna yeah, sorry. I'm gonna disagree with you about that. Like I, I, because I think that you can just make Bow Wow go away, and then you have Sasha Banks. So who cares, right? Like I. No, but but if you're associating her. With Bow Wow, but I, I think if you're thinking that he's going to be around for more than a, a sh, you know, like a week, I'm gonna di- like I don't. That's think... That's the way you're gonna introduce. So Sasha who cares? B- so he was the vehicle to get you the thing you wanted. But like, you don't think that that is low, the lowest of rent. I think I, what your point is is Bow Wow low rent. Of course he is. But if, she's a bigger star than he is at this point. Well, in, I mean, in professional wrestling, she is. I mean, stop. Like, you know. I think arguably. No, general. you know, the, you're, you're now you're doing the thing where you're projecting because we're a wrestling fan. Like, I get it. Bow Wow's not a big star. I work in music. I know. Bow Wow's not. What you're saying is Bow Wow's not a big star anymore. I get it. I understand that. Like, Bow Wow is low rent. I am with you on that. But he is still famous. And as we talked about a billion times before. There is no good. There is no bad any longer. There's just famous. Like that's it. I, I guess we're so. I still guess I'll letting. It this way. We're still letting had... Kanye West get interviewed because he's Ugh, famous. God. Like we. I, I'm just gonna say it this way. If if WWE would have brought in Bow Wow to introduce her at WrestleMania, I would have thought that that was was embarrassing. And if you're gonna use him to introduce her to a company. That is a thousand times more embarrassing. I, I, I only think it's embarrassing if he sticks around. If he disappears immediately, then I just, I that it, you won't get me to get worked up. If his presence, I just don't is, understand why that is the way you're gonna like. If, because if that's they've real. been because Bow Wow. This is here's because Bow Wow has been you know going after Jade Cargill on social media forever, and it's gotten you a ton of clicks. Because there have been about a billion stories written about Bow Wow tweeting about Jade Cargill. So why not take advantage of that, use him for a very small thing, whatever it's going to be, and then go from there. To your point, like, does Sasha Banks need that? Absolutely not. Right. Not in any world does Sasha Banks need that. But... Does as long as he disappears immediately afterwards, does it hurt her? No, no. He's just got to disappear. If they think that this continues, like there's some Bow Wow Sasha Banks partnership for a year, that's that's not okay. But if it's right. just him showing up and look who I found, and then he dips and it's over, like then, okay, you know, so what happened? Who cares? Fine, you know, like now we get the thing we want. Which is Sasha Banks. Whether or not we want her in AEW, to be determined. But we do want Sasha Banks somewhere. So, yes. Like, we would get that. All right. And, go- and by the way, to your point, I'd love to see her fight Jade Cargill. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. I mean, they do have to figure out at some point when Jade Cargill can lose. Like, that is, that is an awkward part about all of this is 
like I, I don't know how long you're going with that whole thing where like she never loses, but they do at some point have to think about that. And I don't I don't know when that is, but the conversation has to start being had. Yeah, and she needs to stop being segregated from the rest of the women's roster. Like it feels like you have Jade Cargill segments and then you have other women's you, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like I don't know if you can keep do like at some point she has to recognize the other like the Brit Bakers of the world, the uh Soraya's of the world like you know what I mean like we got to get her in there with the major players like right now the Ruby Soho's like the it feels like she has her own little division or something I hear you. and it's like I, hear you. I mean does, does it feel like that to you to some extent like yes it does because you don't want to go certain places with I mean I I understand what it is that you're saying I get it all right um let's let's get plugs in what do you want to plug um, just a bunch of shows coming up at Ramshead Live. Uh, oh God, that one's sold out. We've got a show with Less Than Jake on Saturday the third. If you're hearing this before Saturday, tickets still available. Um, also have a show with all that one. Gosh, there's so much going on. I got a show that just got moved. Um, yeah, just go to RamsheadLive.com, check out the schedule. All tickets are available there, and we are at Ramshead Live on Instagram and Twitter, and you can see all the new show announcements there. As always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Aaron does indeed have a new job, and we are, we think, happy for him. Uh, he is the new media relations and marketing manager for the Circa out in Vegas. They're the place with the giant pool. Um you know, he said that the only way that we're going to stand to benefit is when we come visit, we can get free drinks, and I don't drink any longer. So, uh, I don't know. But I'm happy. We're happy for Aaron, we think. We're as happy for Aaron as we'll find out his schedule looks next week. That's how you can decide. <laughs> we'll decide how happy we are for Aaron. Uh, it is a very good opportunity for him, for his family. So, we think we're happy for him. But, again, we, we reserve the right to decide we're not actually happy for him when we move forward. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at the Aoster. Of course, at AJ Francis 410 for him. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio and glennclarkradio.com. And I'm running a bowl pick'em contest. Charity bowl pick'em 50-50 to benefit the helping up mission. Uh, all you got to do is pick the straight up winners of all the bowl games after they're announced. It's $20 to get in. Hit me up at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. If you want to get in, you don't have to be anywhere near Baltimore or D.C. You could be in Timbuktu. All you got to do is put in $20 and pick all the winners of the bowl games. And if you are the big winner, you will get uh, 50% of the total pot. The other 50% goes to the Helping Up Mission here in town. So, again, hit me up at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. I'll get you the details. For Brandon, for Aaron, for the main event. Vent. Vent. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Dude, I think you really look great for 57.